0: episode of keep beach city quarantined
1: i uh have not gone stir crazy and yet and started uh, imagining myself in a bar and uh you know all work and no play makes airing something something
0: yeah i find that the addition of sweatpants to any outfit really hammers home that i'm not outside my house in any context <laughs> like i'm working I'm working each day, but it's in sweatpants. So is it really even work?
1: Uh, mm, yes, it is still work. <laughs> Doesn't matter what your outfit you're wearing. And uh, and I apparently was incorrect when I said a couple times that no one was watching because Will was watching. So the we whole time, very much appreciated Hi, Will. it, Will. So. See,
0: we always start the episode with one person watching, and I think yeah. that's nice. It's like a the conversation just got a little bit bigger. It yeah. is almost like we're on the outside, and neither of us are wearing sweatpants. So,
1: nope. Jeans. This is today. serious
0: business here. This chill appreciation fan cast. It's serious <laughs> business. We're gonna take it seriously.
1: Seriously, um, and he compliments us on our setup. So,
0: oh, good. Well, I really like being in the library most. I really enjoy it in here.
1: It's a lot quieter, and it's a little bit more. It's a lot more face to face. So, I do appreciate that.
0: Much more intimate. Uh, but like we said, it is episode two, which means we are here to talk about episodes eleven through 20 of steven universe um boy you know a lot fewer duds this go around
1: i completely agree and Um, none of them are
0: like duds when we say that it's it's like being mean to avatar the last airbender none of them are the worst things ever (laughs) but yeah
1: it's it would be hard to make a a, uh top 10 worst steven universe episodes but i would have to say probably the um some of the first episodes would be on there, so
0: I think they're still trying to find their groove. I appreciate that, and I also appreciate it that it's the first couple episodes find the groove as opposed to the first whole season trying to find its groove. Because so many shows are, well, if you can get through the first season, I'm like, I don't want to get through anything. I want to enjoy myself.
1: <laughs> well, and it's and it's a tough thing for TV shows um, that a lot of them do. Do find the groove after the first season because the first season sometimes is made so quickly that they have not been able to find their groove. Whereas, is that second season they can have a little bit more of a breather? Um, because like even with pilots, a lot of times like people go in and all they do is just record pilot, they'll pilot after pilot after pilot after oh, yeah. pilot. So,
0: we even talked about the pilot four season universe, which had uh some of the character designs that kind of we see more of in this particular grouping of episodes because we have finally a a costume change. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And um, it's, it was very interesting that um, so quickly within 10 episodes, do you start to get the character? I mean, you kind of got it in the first 10, but in the second 10, does these characters really start becoming who they are um in later uh not iterations but later episodes
0: a lot of my favorites from season one are in here and of course i'm saying that not knowing yet what episodes 21 through 30 are but a lot of the ones that i remember most of all were in this batch of 10 and i was excited to see him again
1: i'm um I definitely don't think that my favorite episodes are in within this first batch, but it's car- hard to call this. Well, your se- favorite
0: character hasn't shown up yet. Yeah, so.
1: but um, my uh, it's hard to call this season uh, a proper season because this is 50 episodes long whereas the next few seasons are only 20 to 25 episodes long
0: true but they're only 10 minutes long
1: true i mean even still like i normally i was expecting 20
0: 30 minute show which means that there's really only 25 proper length episodes in season one if you pair them off
1: (laughs) um i but i was honestly expecting the next few seasons to be the same way especially with how the story kind of regresses and how I remember watching it the first time um, and trying to keep up with it and definitely not succeeding.
0: I think the first season had its fun. Like there's a lot of downtime to really build up these characters. Not until the end, we get a real big climax of a, oh, things are going down. We're still building the world at this point. There's a couple mid-season climaxes. But the one at the end is like the very big one. Like, okay, and now things have changed. Things are very different now. And I think in just the subsequent seasons get a lot tighter because of that. We now know the conflict. We now know how we need to start addressing it.
1: Yeah, and that's that's a big thing is because, um, they kind of weren't really sure how to make the flow happen. Um, one of the big mid-season finales in this show. Um I actually thought it was a season finale. I know. I seriously thought it was because of just how the story ended. Um Oh, Alicia, uh, view for view, I appreciate it. Yeah, uh,
0: Alicia, we were checking out her live stream. Uh, Alicia, uh Lath Lady Lath.
1: Uh I'm going to I'm I'm believe so. Or Lath Baby Lath. No, it's de- <laughs> definitely not Lath Baby Lath. It's it, it is definitely Lady um, and I'm pretty sure it's Lady Lake. Um, but Alicia I'm spins... Sure she, will she spins pens.
0: And I think that's so rad, because if I had a pen that was so personalized to me that no one could take it, I would be very happy.
1: <laughs> I am uh, patiently, patiently, Alicia, uh, waiting on my pen. Uh, now, I am very much, of course, if uh, you have listened to our show before, know I am very particular about some things. Um, and, of course, no. I picked... Of course, I picked one of like the hardest woods to find and like hardest woods to turn and lathe. And of course, I and she tried and it she ran into a big problem. So I am patient, patiently waiting. I so whenever it comes, it's gonna be a happy day. And I, whenever whenever that day is. So, <laughs> um, but going back to Steven Universe, uh, these, uh, I I still think I still thought that uh, that mid season finale was actually the finale but then it kept going once we got to the finale that was such a bigger finale and of course that probably has my favorite song of the series
0: Mm -hmm. it was a two-parter honestly because most of them are episodic contained within their 10 minute time frame but those last ones were definitely i've ended on a cliffhanger and now i'm going to resolve that in the next one in a way that the other ones don't really
1: yeah and this um, this batch of episodes kind of shows a little bit more of the mythos of the characters and even of the town so this was a good batch of episodes and I think this is right around the time when um, I don't know if th- I can't say this for you because I cannot speak for you um, but for me this is where I started to become very interested in the show in fact like right now I'm like can we keep watching like I, like i want to keep I, I know we have to stop watching.
0: ourselves we have limited ourselves to 10 yeah
1: like it's um so like watching or uh doing this kind of thing and seeing these other uh podcasts pop up that are um like the office girls or office gals uh where it's angela kinsley kinsley and um pam of course i can remember angela but i can't remember pam uh those two are rewatching the episodes of the office and talking about their experiences and they have guest stars of, you know, the cast and crew.
0: And you just announced uh you just found out <sighs> that JD and Turk Today,
1: like yeah. hours or not even an hour before this. That JD, JD and Turk... Turk
0: from Scrubs are rewatching Scrubs. Yes. Which is great. That's the kind of insight I crave, do- you know. Donald
1: Faison and uh Zach Raff are rewatching Scrubs, and I honestly I might do it with them. Like I might watch episode one, listen to the podcast, watch episode two. Watch would you the, like to uh, try to a
0: brand new series lovingly crafted with care on one of these many streaming sites? Or would you like to watch Scrubs for the 17th time?
1: Uh, you know, I would give some... I, I do I do like watching Experimental... Well, The thing is, too, is we keep watching new shows and you can't handle them. We start watching Lock and Key and you got in one episode and you're like... I don't know if I can handle this.
0: You know, I, I feel, when I say that, I feel like such a putz. But I feel like there are some shows that are honestly, obviously very good, but are so emotionally, like, high tension for me that it's hard for me to go more than one at a time. Um, I couldn't even get into...
1: Jessica Jones. Jessica
0: Jones, which I am sh- I know is a good show, and I know that she does a good job in it, and I I just couldn't, after the first episode, like... I don't know how to come back to this. Game of Thrones did that to me. The New Witcher show did that to me. I want to watch Lock and Key, but it's kind of doing that to me, too. They're like, existential terror. Now, don't get me wrong. Steven Universe does have some existential terror of episodes, especially here. Mm -hmm. Again, we just can't escape these uh, Akira-type body horror (laughs) imagery.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that um, uh, cat fingers definitely wrought some of that in there.
0: Do you want to go through our episodes one at a time?
1: Sure. Uh let's run through the list real quick and yes. then we'll go episode by episode.
0: Okay, so the episodes we're talking about today, <laughs> pardon the <laughs> is Arcade Mania, Giant Woman, So Many Birthdays, Lars and the Cool Kids, Onion Trade, Steven the Sword Fighter, Lion 2, The Movie, Beach Party, Rose's Room, and Coach Steven.
1: Um yeah there's uh some really really good episodes in all of this um I'm actually uh excited to talk about a couple of i'm I'm excited to talk about all of these. There's just like two or three that I'm really excited Hi John, Hi, John? um I'm excited to talk about a couple of these in particular um so We'll start with um, kind of a, honestly, a little bit of a surprise whenever I first watched it. Um, Arcade mania. Yeah. I was not expecting Garnet to do this, but um, the episode, just quick recap, uh, they try to, uh, the gems come back from a mission and they try to blow some steam at the local arcade and don't really find anything that they like. And then
0: Pearl pl- is driving a race car game, just way too appropriately appropriate speed limit where the turn signals, I haven't crashed into <laughs> anything. It says I'm doing horribly. And, uh, and <laughs> just cheats so bad.
1: There's a, uh, there is a video game like this and I'm, um, I'm forgetting the name of it. It's like full, me- not full metal pirate, but, uh, I think that's an anime. Um,
0: you think a full metal jacket? <laughs> uh, there,
1: there's, there's one where it's like literally the whole point is to like crash into other cars and to f- uh, like blow them up. Death metal. No, that's a, that's a type of music.
0: Oh, right. <laughs> Twisted metal.
1: Twisted Metal, Aha! yeah. He has like the, the clown with the flaming yes. hair. Yeah, yes. That's, that's it, exactly. So Twisted Metal, <laughs> was uh, which was very popular in the late 90s, early uh, millennium. Um, which I So I think that's a bit of a parody of that.
0: Yeah, then Amethyst does to Skee-Ball what I wish I could do to Skee-Ball.
1: <laughs> what? Uh, I, you told me the object was to get the ball in the hole.
0: Uh, and then Garnet, everything, uh, she's just so strong so incredibly strong and so every strength game she tries she just punches the screen i win Uh, he's like okay it's a rhythm game you'll like this and they all get run out the next day they realize oh garnet is still there playing and we really need her and she is like completely sucked in addicted to this game and it's the first time that we see garnet's third eye
1: yeah and there's another little thing which we won't really mention right now um, we'll get come back to that once we get to that Spoiler later point. Town. Exactly, that's real big spoilers. Yeah,
0: no, we don't want to wreck that.
1: Yeah, there's just if you're watching
0: a- along, it's just interesting to note that she has three eyes, and like yeah. you weren't expecting that.
1: Yeah, the three eyes is really cool. Um, but once you get a little bit further uh, along in the series, you realize that there was kind of some little hints here and there. Um, but I, what surprised me is that she allowed herself to get sucked into this video game, A, so easily, and B, that she would not let go. Like, it was like an addiction.
0: Yeah, there's some interesting implications about, like, if you get too sucked into a video game, but at the same time, I there's it's got a greater depth. Because the whole episode has been about how Garnet beats everything. She always wins. So this game never has an end. She plays it forever. There is no proper end to this game. She would I be stuck in it forever.
1: I did not think about it that way. And I did not think about it that way at all. Because <laughs> um, You come
0: here for the deep insights.
1: Because there's like those games that are uh, made to never be. Beaten. Candy Crush. Candy, well, yeah. There's Candy Crush. technically
0: an end, but you're not supposed to end. You're supposed to just keep playing it again and again and again. Like our friend
1: Sarah, who literally has gotten to the end of made the levels and has to wait until they
0: make more make
1: more instead of it just being like there's a never-ending quest ahead um, but i was thinking more like the galaga's or the pac-man's where like you could get to a point where it's really really tough but you, there's not really technically an end
0: yeah it just stops because there's nothing else built exactly it's not a story arc so i thought that was cool because it kind of played into how garnet feels about winning and then she even says that when steven finally just you know straight up beats the game to death <laughs> <laughs> and with Using like physically with violence yeah and she's like steven you won and like just i always like that about the gems they never get like unnecessarily mad or have those weird disagreements where if you just talk to the person you'd realize it wasn't disagreement at all they
1: not right now not i feel right like now. later on in this series they do but right now they're it's very simplistic problems and that they, yeah. they they're able to still kind of get through them well, that's a good later yeah. they definitely have those problems
0: uh we have episode 12 One of my favorites, just because it introduces the idea so early in the series. I I had forgotten. Yeah,
1: same. I had forgotten.
0: Episode 12, Giant Woman.
1: Giant Woman, which has a great song.
0: Such a good song. So immediately hummable.
1: Giant Woman, Giant Giant Woman. woman. (laughs) Um, It's a great song. I wish that... um, because this is one of the first songs that they ever really do Mm -hmm. Um, I wish that it had the same treatment as some later songs do Um, and you actually hear one at the very end of this little uh, cluster um on episode 20
0: how they weave in multiple meanings and layers yes and different voices because different people are singing the same thing and actually
1: bringing in uh accompaniment and everything like there's that there's
0: some great tricks yeah there's some really great lyrical musical tricks that they get to so
1: technically this is the first song but the first official song is probably in episode 20
0: that's a shame because i like it because we hear steven sing it And then at this point, after the damage, after the battle is over, and you're left wondering, like, do you even know who I am? And then she sings a reprise, and it's like that's so adorable and cute. And the voice actress for Opal, oh, I know we only hear a little bit of her. I I wish I wish Opal,
1: I, I we at the point where we stopped, I think Opal has only appeared once or twice at most
0: yeah when we had stopped we saw a lot more of some of our other fusions mm-hmm. than we have of opal and i really dig opal's design opal, yeah. and i get like how pearl and amethyst have to work together and how both of their dancing styles are so different that they just are really hard to mesh together and her forearms and her awesome weapon like I, I love all the parts of it
1: it's it's a very um east meets west kind of opposites attract kind of uh mesh and when she works together it's so fluid too um like
0: she's constantly walking on her tiptoes i love that about her like pearl but
1: she's got this weird confidence that amethyst does it's it's a great amalgamation of the two which you don't always get with other fusions later yeah. on, um, so I I have to agree. Opal is one of my favorite ones, um, and then of course um, Alexandra I think comes later on. And I'm only going to say the name, I th- or am I, am I wrong?
0: If you want to pull up a Wikipedia list of just gemstone types, you could have all the characters' names listed <laughs> in front of you. So we're quite, not going to go there. Yeah, quite
1: <laughs> possibly. Um, so we're, yeah, we're, not gonna, uh, we're we're not going to we're not going to go that far. But I think the um, the the one for (laughs) we won't get to that point um but the the concept uh, I, of like,
0: fusion, the idea that one day Steven will be able to fuse, brought up so early in the series. Again, yeah, so, so cool. I,
1: I you for, and the thing is, is I think it was brought up and then just not necessarily swept on the rug, it was just brought up and never never talked about again until later Season on. Season
0: one is full of that, full of plot points that are brought up and you think they've forgotten, but no, they're just laying tracked work, so when they come back to it later, you're like, Oh yeah, that was a thing we were there, going to do. There was
1: some very unique kind of storytelling that was uh written into the show uh that not many other shows i had seen do except like, and i'm gravity trying gravity falls gravity falls that's that's the exact show i was probably trying to think of that like they were trying to weave in some of these smaller storylines or like early storylines or bigger storylines very early on
0: <laughs> uh after that we get to our body horror episode of the bunch i'm pretty sure every bunch is going to be one body horror episode we get to so many birthdays
1: so many birthdays was uh, probably the weakest of the bunch
0: i just as a usual existentially terrifying
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's very existentially terrifying but it's not a it's not badly written as maybe some of the or sorry not badly badly is the wrong connotation um it's more so uh it, it wasn't it's not as strong as the rest i would say this is probably the weakest of the rest cuz um then what what's what's the list again it's um too but, Many birthdays
0: lars and the cool kids onion trade Stephen the swordfire lion to the movie beach party rose's room coach steven
1: i would say this is probably the weakest written uh because the only other one i would say is um uh uh, onion trade but onion sh- onion trade has a different kind of flow to it and that any one any
0: story with onion has the weirdest freaking flow yeah it's i can't it's so weird
1: i i can't i can't say that one is the, the quote unquote worst of the bunch because that one has a better angle this one
0: i like this one cuz in the end it really it, you know like with Fribo it was a kid realizing his mortality so <laughs> that's always great for a kid's show but we also have the idea of the this is like the first time the gems just really don't get steven he's he think he wants to be nice and give them birthdays because they're so infinitely old they deserve a birthday
1: i think um that the uh the it's uh, i'm curious uh because there's sometimes that when They talk about the lives previous to when the show began. Um, My feelings are that the gems were involved with his life because this isn't a brand new relationship right before the episode one the the gyms have been involved in his life living
0: with them for a while yeah
1: but i don't think he's been living with them his entire life and i think we see more of that as the series progresses but this is something with the second viewing of the series that i'm understanding more and more how
0: should he not know and was it weird when they were first hanging out together and
1: i'm honestly thinking that he at a certain point was living with his dad and was involved with the gems but now it's he's living with the gems and is involved with his dad yeah um, and I'm, I'm honestly thinking that for the, maybe the first few years, maybe when he was like a baby and an infant, you know, a toddler and I a young imagine kid. imagine it's
0: because he's coming into his magical powers and he, and, and I'm his sure. dad realizes that he doesn't know anything about that stuff, but the gems do and they yeah. can help him.
1: It's kind of like Sabrina, the teenage witch, which we're also watching right now. <laughs> um, you know, they, she's spent summers with her aunts. Uh, excuse me, aunts, um, my Bostonian family would smack me, uh, her aunts, uh, she's known them her entire life and has spent t- uh, extended amount of time with them, but this is the first time she's lived with them. I think before the series began, I think he started to live with them well before then. So um, I think that there's a dynamic there that had started before the series began, but I don't think it was when he was born yeah that he lived there i think it was greg took care of him as a child well we still don't know how a that whole point.
0: thing goes down we never got to that point where we we do know at this point that his mom rose quartz gave up her physical form so that stephen could be born into the world but we have no idea how that actually went down like at, it,
1: at the at the point of when we stopped yeah
0: yeah so we don't know like if you know she gives birth and it was then that she just disappeared and here's Steve. i think it's some
1: sort of like bubbling system too um or something to do with bubbling or even it was something akin to bubbling which is something we see i think in a later episode um so we'll get a little bit further so that's not it's spoiler town but not necessarily (laughs) um so we'll get into that in just a second um but we have uh too Many Birthdays is, uh, Stephen tries to give the gems birthdays because they've been living for thousands of years. So he tries to give them, like, kids' version of birthdays. But this is another episode where Stephen tries too hard to be the the peacekeeper, tries too hard to be, um, you know, overly funny and uh, caring and giving. I don't, I don't mean, like...
0: as the peacekeeper in my family i heavily relate to (laughs) steven
1: and the thing is too is like i I, I completely understand what he's trying to do and it's it's a lot of fun that he's trying to do that but and it shows it, it shows the kid in him um which i think if they did this concept later on in the show it would be a much different thing
0: the gems even admit like you know what this was kind of fun like the, I like wearing my cape and crown, it yeah makes he me th- feel she awesome. doesn't take it
1: uh garnet doesn't take it off. yeah,
0: so like if I feel like if they' would just been a bit more open to it, maybe she was a bit more too forward, but the gems have been a bit more open, they're like, okay, this isn't so bad,
1: yeah, and then uh pearl like, <laughs> like he's trying to tell jokes like Stephen, did you tell a lie like <laughs> it was it, like there so are moments pearl. when yeah, there's moments when it's sweet and then you get the body horror of him growing up and then growing old, so yeah. yeah, yeah. and that's the thing too is like this one if you put this up against the worst episodes and again i'm using air quotes air quotes for that um for against the sorry if you put this up against the worst episodes in the first cluster it's a much different level of quality like this has a different viewership because it also kind of reveals some things about steven's powers too
0: agreed because they hadn't really thought that he's half mortal half immortal like how is he going to age? He's is his age of fluctuation. So if
1: he's half immortal and half mortal, does that mean he's immortal? Yes, he is immortal. TM. TM. <laughs> TM. 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 All right. Hashtag TM. Um. All right. So what's the next episode?
0: Next episode: Lars and the Cool Kids. Oh, okay. Lars. Oh, we have to talk about Lars.
1: Now the thing is, is Lars is a character that like. I can never truly pin down because there's times when he's okay and there's times when he's uh, a complete and total douche. Most of the time it's the latter.
0: He's highly insecure and highly selfishly motivated. Yep. If it will benefit him, that is what he does.
1: There's going to be an episode later on and we'll touch on it whenever we actually watch it and everything. Uh, But it was
0: really sad to watch this one and see Lars actually have a bit of redemption by the end of it uh, and character turn, growth character growth and to th- and to think in our heads and our seeing into the future heads what a shame this doesn't last in any meaningful way as far as we can tell again we never made it all the way through but this and, is not this is not simply like change for Lars for the better
1: yeah and, and again I've had some things spoiled for me um not me yet yeah I know I'm some not, things that I don't know yeah and I'm not going to say anything hey what's up Michael uh I uh, hope you're still watching. Uh, uh, Michael from Trivia. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, but Lars has this weird roller coaster of character growth and regression, really. And I and it f- infuriates me because everyone else in the show has growth and continues with it. Lars is one of the few that doesn't.
0: That's why I think Lars is a really compelling character, not a okay. So the thing about the big a big bad villain usually has some, you know, huge grand scheme, a motive, a drive. I want to take over the world. I want to rob and be the richest person. I, I have a, a vision, as it were.
1: I want a creative master race of, uh, h- hybrid rhino and alligators.
0: Yeah, and the fun of a good villain is a, a good villain. that's fun to like cheer on. Like, <laughs> sorry, uh,
1: Michael literally waved back at the screen. At <laughs> us. Well, we felt it in our hearts.
0: Um, In this one, he's so unfortunately believable. The idea of a selfish teenage boy trying to be cool, trying to cast aside people who he thinks are uncool, treating people unfairly and cruelly and harshly, that's just so tragically real. There is a there are people, tons of people, hundreds of thousands of people like that in the world right now who only do things based on their selfish motivation, not because they're a big bad who wants to take over the world, but just because they can't see beyond themselves at all.
1: Well, it's, it's
0: tragic
1: it, it's incompl- it's completely tragic. And with other characters that get involved with him, it's even more tragic. Um, I don't know if I would agree with the compelling part, though. It, it's because for me, he doesn't take joy he, in
0: it. He doesn't, he doesn't take joy in being a, a jerk to people. It's not, it's, it, it feels like he has to. It's not like I'm I'm malicious and tapping my fingers together. It's like I want to do my own stuff. Bye. I don't care. Peace.
1: <laughs> well, I am curious to see, um, again, with rewatching it with the episodes that f- focus on him, which there are only a few between now and where we were. Um, with the 75 that we were in uh, but the the few that do focus on him give him chance to grow and to become a better person and he
0: keeps turning him down but
1: he he comes but the thing is is like gets up to this high or even a middle even but then whenever you see him again he's back down to the low um he's a fun character to have maybe as a secondary um as we see in uh the last episode of this cluster coach Steven. um he's a fun character to have around yeah i i, I don't i don't find he's him not- as, i actually don't find him as annoying in the second viewing as i did in the first time no I, he
0: seems again that's that's the scary part he is relatable wanting to be appreciated by the cool kids say the right things around them and yeah. f- messing it up every single time uh he's i will say he's not a fu- he, he's not fun to hate it's not like a dolores umbridge is in here no
1: that's because he's not
0: a villain no one's a villain he he is just a young boy trying to figure out
1: we, we've not hit the villains yet yeah yeah. yeah,
0: yeah there's no villains here right now
1: yeah there's just like antagonistic people and and, it's, and the weirdest thing is is um especially in this episode where um Lars tries to hang out with a bunch of uh kids that he considers cool and steven just naturally because just he walks is,
0: right up and says hi he's like hi and oh okay cool let's hang out like, like, like we all know in our heart of hearts if we just did that we probably would be friends with the cool kids but we were just too afraid to do it and we like there was a taboo we couldn't actually approach and Stephen kind of like breaks down all societal taboos because he just is peppy and charismatic so he's just like oh I'll just go say
1: hi to him (laughs) Uh, uh, hey they want to go for a ride and they invited you and me so (laughs) it was just it's it's very interesting to see that um, that dynamic of him just not caring and Lars caring too much.
0: Yeah, and uh, the cool kids—Jenny, Pizza, Buck Dewey, Sour Cream—they're not. They're not mean cool kids. They're just. They're just cool, and when they get in, Lars is like, "Oh, no one wears their seatbelts, Steve," and they like. Actually, we definitely should all wear our seatbelts. We're not moving until we do. Yeah,
1: like, then it's like, hey, I love your car. You know, trying to be complimentary and said, oh, this is just my dad's uh, delivery vehicle. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah he, it's like, he just can't it's like get it right. He, he can't
1: find, he can't hit that damn radar. Can't find that point. on-ramp. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he can't hit that on-ramp. Um, I do like um, Sour Cream, and Sour Cream actually has um, one or two episodes uh, in this, again, uh, between now and where we ended. Um, and i do like his voice actor um i cannot remember his name for the life of me um he uh he's actually a stand-up comedian too and he has this bit about uh when his son was real young uh he sent his son to preschool or like uh pre-k kindergarten some very young age and he was wearing a hulk shirt because they like to read comic books together because he's a Huge comic book nerd. I mean, like, I'm talking. I mean, first off, he's a very tall and broad-shouldered man.
0: Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's a very.
1: Uh, he wears glasses and has a very large beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's uh, he's hilarious, and you've seen him in uh, movies and TV shows. Uh, but he's a huge
0: Brian Posen.
1: Brian Posen. I love Brian Posen. Um, but he sent his son to school in a Hulk shirt, and the school, uh, when he came, the son came back. The school actually had a note uh, saying that please don't send him to school in a hulk shirt we don't want to incite violence um or you know feelings of rage or anything like that and you know it's understandable but at the same time it's a hulk shirt um and they uh, he's like oh okay well I, I, okay no more hulk shirts so then he went around to all his death metal friends like The ones where it's obviously text, but you can't read it because there's so much crap around it. Uh, And he got him to make like toddler T-shirts, which I mean, it's actually pretty easy because they're some of the smallest stuff to make. And like got him to make death metal T-shirts for his son. And he sent him to school on that instead. So uh, Brian Posen is hilarious. Um, He's also a huge Star Wars nerd. Um, and Aren't they all? He was actually in the first uh, episode of The Mandalorian. Yes, he was. Yeah, because uh, he was the guy that brought the Mandalorian and then r- raced off and then got eaten <laughs> like, immediately. But like, like first, like this is not a
0: recurring no, character. <laughs> no, which
1: makes me really sad. But it, it was like first 10, 20 minutes of that episode. I too. think most
0: Star Wars nerds would be so lucky to be eaten by a giant monster.
1: Yeah, and it still makes me sad that Sean, uh, or sorry, excuse me, uh, Simon Pegg was just that random alien. It's like
0: these be things more. happen. Yeah. <laughs>
1: He probably was too busy to do anything else too. Um,
0: uh, final thing, uh, for Lars and the Cool Kids, the kids walking up to the <laughs> to the yellow police tape and saying "nah" and walking right through it is like giving me such current day vibes right now that it made me feel a little anxious. Like, stop it! The tape uh, means something. Six
1: feet apart. Six feet six apart, apart. Six feet Wash your hands. Social <laughs> distance. Yeah, that's, uh, it's like, no, you cannot go on spring break. No. There is a reason.
0: Don't go in the lake. There's moss in there.
1: Listen here, you boomer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Episode 15. Onion Trade.
1: Onion Trade is definitely kind of a weird episode. The enigmatic
0: Um, and terrifying Onion.
1: That is, he is almost the Bill Cipher of the series.
0: Yes.
1: He's almost, he's not.
0: He's not, he's not a villain in any context, in any conceivable way, but he is terrifying. He
1: is chaotic neutral. Yes,
0: yes, that is exactly it.
1: He like, he loves to spread chaos, but he doesn't do it for good or evil. He just does it. He just does it. Just does it. Like, uh, because at one point he goes and he gets a burger and you think he's going to eat it, but he doesn't. He just throws it on the water and then he sees his dad and he's all happy. And then he gets the ketchup packets from the the burger uh, wrap or not burger wrapper, but the uh, burger bag. And then he throws it on the ground and then runs it over with a scooter that he pulls out of nowhere.
0: (laughs) And that then runs off screen and explodes. So he's backlit by fire. Flames. Just terrifying. Terrifying. (laughs)
1: and and the thing is is this kid like
0: this kid tries to kill the gems you understand like he's made a billion guys which is already bad and they're like okay give us that you shouldn't have that you're a kid don't do that and the way that he just blankly looks at them looks back at a car and replicates it and shoots it at these people is like this is a child a child that is because children don't have empathy this is a, a small child. This,
1: this is a sociopath. Yeah.
0: Given power will do whatever they want. It doesn't the, matter. This, this is t- Twilight Zone is what this episode is.
1: <laughs> this is the kid that goes on to Minecraft and like literally kills everything or like <laughs> uh, Sims and creates a little saw house for his Sims. Like it's yeah, that's
0: I still don't. I mean, we only got so far. I don't know like what the purpose of Onion is. I do like like his family we meet
1: i don't think there is a purpose of onion i think that's
0: that's that's the weird part like what is if there isn't why i
1: i think that's gonna be the the big thing is i don't think there is a why i think a lot of the people for beach city is just kind of fun characters like mayor dewey like running for mayor pretty heavily when he probably run Runs on a post,
0: oh, yeah, entirely possible, entirely so, yes, yeah. without a doubt, In a small town, yeah,
1: exactly, <laughs> um, fish stew pizza, which is the weirdest combination of two foods. I would ever imagine a. I don't want fish stew, and b. I definitely don't want fish stew on, on pizza. My pizza. So does that mean they make like fish stew or like stew? Now the family's last
0: name is Pizza. Maybe they just make fish stew, but it's the pizza's restaurant, so it's I fish know. stew
1: that's, pizza. That, that's a weird thing. <laughs> uh, the naming conventions. The 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 fri- yeah, the frymans, The
0: yeah, and the onions. Uh, his family all have types of onion names. Yeah, because
1: I believe the mom we Vidalia. Find, Vidalia um, but it's yeah, it's sour cream and onion. Uh, yeah. I think the dad's is a, kind of a fun name too. So,
0: uh, episode sixteen, my favorite, I think, Steven the Sword Fighter,
1: uh, most dramatic uh, of, of the of this twenty of this cluster. Of, sorry, okay. of
0: this ten most dramatic, most like epic, most dealing with emotion. I think. It is. There's, there's other good ones in here. The other ones like just could be essentially terrifying. This one is really it's sad and poignant.
1: I got to say that there's there's a lot of great. Uh, there's a lot of great of this episode. I would say it's top three. Definitely. OK. Um, For me. And I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I'm not disagreeing with you that it could be your number one. There's no reason it can't be. Why am I affirming that? Um, <laughs> I'm, What I'm trying to say is, is I'm not trying to. Disaffirm it. That's not a word. Um, yes, it is TM. Uh,
0: <laughs> so Stephen is watching this fun um, sword fighting anime, or is it just a Japanese? Dub? No, it's, it's a
1: it's like a um, a Japanese uh, samurai kung fu, movie. Okay, almost like a spaghetti western, if you will.
0: Yes, yeah, I, I was thinking really Hawk and Chick. Honestly, is what I thought. The that's whole time. the
1: exact type of movie that he's watching. his yeah. Hawk and Chick.
0: And Pearl's like, well, that's not real sword fighting. I'll show you real sword fighting. So they go into Pearl's room, and she has this holograph Pearl that. Uh, practice a sword fighting with her but steven keeps interrupting her and saying no do a boomerang sword only things that aren't a thing and she you know gets distracted and the holograph just runs her right through and she dies and you're like what i'm sorry what and then the uh the gems come in and it's like no don't worry sometimes we take a lot of damage and we retreat into our gems and have to like recompose ourselves and i'll she'll be back so, like, first, like, you killed off a main character. Secondly, oh, no, we did it. But now I know something else about gem lore.
1: It, it is a very dramatic episode, especially with, like, what keeps happening. Um, and I do like the kind of exploration into Pearl a little bit, too, because um, it shows Pearl. Pearl is kind not necessarily a prissy character, but it's a little bit um, C-3PO um and it's hard whenever you kind of fall into that category to break out of it and this is the first instance when she does there are many times when she does and i would absolutely say my number one choice would be the other instance in this cluster when she does
0: yeah there's a lot of pearl based stuff and i think that's really wise of uh rebecca shook to start early in the show because there's a lot of reasons why that become the pearl is very important um, she's just she's not just a the uptight foil. She's not the Danny Tanner. There are other reasons yeah. that she's there, uh, and it's also a lot of development for Steven.
1: And see, and like it's interesting that you compare it to like Danny Tanner because this is a little Full House ish. Because it's a little, um, Three. oh my god, it's very Full House. ish yeah. <laughs> it's it's the better Full House though because she's not Danny Tanner. Uh, Garnet is not just Jess, Uncle Jesse and. Uh, amethyst is not uncle joey they're like not even versions 2.0 they're versions like 16.5 or something they're way better because like yeah garnet is cool but garnet has flaws and like works through them and we
0: even learned that about that in this cluster again like we like the first episode and the last episode of this cluster of episode 11 and episode 20 we learn about garnet's flaws. Which I think is cool.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, and then Amethyst, we definitely learned, like, she might be, like, carefree and relaxed, but there's a l- still there's a an lot edge. to her. There's yeah. so
0: much edge. And they do go real deep with Amethyst later about her origins. Oh, and it's,
1: it gets heartbreaking at times. Ugh. So, like, it's really funny that you compared her to that. It's like, that's, a, like, a really apt comparison. <laughs> uh, but, and, again, going back to this episode, Pearl is not Danny Tanner. Because, like, Danny Tanner, that was his entire, you know, personality. It was a shtick. He's, I am clean. That's it.
0: But the idea of, of three people who aren't super closely related taking care of this one person, that's the premise. That's the idea. So if that's the one idea, you can go a billion different ways with that. And I like the way they go here. In this show, best. yeah,
1: I, I I agree, and this is the first time where you see Pearl has a um, kind of a method to what her, what she does, and I mean you kind of always knew it, but you got you get to see a lot of that insight, and I almost like I want to kind of shake Steven a little bit and like fucking listen to her, man. Like obviously he learns more from her as it goes on, it was like. You want to be a fighter. You, you want have, to have to do the basics. You have to do the basics. We oh, will... no, that's boring. I went, of course, he is a 13-year-old kid. But yeah.
0: Well, I think we see a little bit of that with Connie, even in this, and what we come to later on with sword training. I think is cool to see that. Steven's strengths aren't uh, attack, but defense.
1: And, I, and that's very interesting that your main character does that. There's an anime that I actually want to watch that I think that's very similar. Um, and even still, there's another anime that I've watched um that his whole thing is that he's a shield hero and it gets into a weird part of that but there are um it's it, more and more people are kind of looking at what would happen if your main character isn't the attacker isn't the the fighter the knights, the um that kind of thing um and instead is more the defense um and i think with Steven's personality too um, as he's grown up naturally, I think it works. He's the peacekeeper. He doesn't want to attack people, but he does so only at a necessity. And I think what we can see, what he can do with the shield in like episode one, it works. So Yeah. Uh <clears throat>
0: episode 17, Lion Two, the movie, The Return of Connie. Yay!
1: Uh, so is Connie your favorite character? I think,
0: I think Connie is. And a later character that we shall not talk about yet, uh, Connie is probably my favorite, yes. And I like the gems, and I like...
1: Well, no, like, I think the thing is, is you can actually put a divide in between... A human character and a gem a, character? Uh, yeah. Steven, um, what would I, I would actually consider a gem, um, because, you know, he does have the gem. Uh, so I you could put him in there, or, I mean, you could take him out, too, if you really wanted to be like that. But... Um,
0: well, I like Connie. She's got these uptight parents and she loves to read and she wants to do more with what she has. I think uh I think she's really cool and she's a really good friend for Steven and I think they work together. This episode really talks about how, "Well, why would you want to hang with me? I'm so boring and dull. And I just have tennis practice." And she was like, "Why would you want to hang with me? I always mess everything up with these magic things." So, both of these people instead of spending a whole 16 episode arc not talking to each other because they couldn't understand why they'd want to be friends. Just like, oh, wait, we both have good things we can bring to this relationship.
1: And you actually get to see a little bit of them working together, which is definitely something they really explore later on um, in this episode. I didn't even realize that they did it in this episode.
0: Exactly. Again,
1: little little sprinkles of things, like little bit of fish food everywhere. And it's really, <laughs> really nice, to, again, in this the second viewing. Um, so, uh I, I like the episodes that focus on Lion um, only of what they entail, not with the actual episodes themselves. The first one was kind of cool because it was the introduction of Lion. This one, I felt Every was a little Every time Lion
0: shows up, something is revealed. Exactly. And I like that. We have this one. We have a sword. This really cool story that just comes out of Lion's head. And I think the third time we see Lion is probably one of my most favorite that episodes one, we've that's seen a in That yeah,
1: no, that's That's a tougher episode overall, but I, I think I kind of agree. And that's what I was afraid of. I was like, I couldn't remember if it was the second episode. Or one, third one. I, think third I think it's the third one. episode, yeah. yeah. Um, I oh, it gets... Oh. It, it definitely... It's it, it rough, but in a good
0: Best way. way. Yeah. Emotionally scarring way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, um, the
0: and dog copter dog copter that was that was was hilarious um i did you see where that missile came out of yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's the thing like it's not like oh i'm a girl and i couldn't like these things they they get together really well they kind of again oh how what do you mean throwing out gender ideas in steven universe what do you mean rebecca sugar likes to put these things in her head but i like that they really don't focus on i'm a girl and i like girl things it's like oh, you like to read and um, you like to throw beach parties and it's cool. We don't really have to have like specific, you're a girl, you do these things, you're a boy, you do these things, which is always nice and refreshing to not do.
1: I think, uh, and again, d- d- definitely a little bit later on, they kind of explore that a little bit more, Agreed. which is interesting. Um, and <laughs> I- I've seen some jokes about Steven Universe, like, like hey, Rebecca, and it's like a, a embodiment of cartooning. Hey, Rebecca, What's this about these gems being gay? No, oh, no, they're not gay. They don't have genders. It's okay. All right, but we're watching you. And then the embodiment leaves, and Rebecca just like looks over to her anime and just like make it gayer. <laughs> <laughs> and like it's just, and it, it's not necessarily gay or straight. And it's not. It's it's very fluid. It doesn't matter one way or another. Like. Like I don't look at this and think like, oh my god, I'm going to turn gay if I watch this, or I'm going to turn a uh, gender. Is, agender, if is I dancing
0: watch it. a metaphor for sex? Yes, it kind dancing of is. Dancing always is, but that's not like Steven Universe invented that. Dancing is compatibility with a dancing partner. Like that's that is subtext every time it's ever shown in anything. It's like, oh, we get along really well.
1: <laughs> and it's very interesting then if if you look at it that way how the relationships uh kind of ebb and flow then um because if you look at like the fusions and stuff like that but um there's definitely some connotations with that a little bit later on so mm-hmm. um but going back to the lion uh and, like with them with him pulling out the sword and just it's a beautiful i love the designs of all the rose Court stuff and i do like that I don't like the connotation of, like, his hand getting stuck. I wonder why that happened. And I don't, as far as I know, they've never explained it. Um, And then uh, I do, but I do like this, like, area that she's created. But at the same time, if she knew that something was going to happen to her, this is a huge question I've always had whenever we've watched.
0: Why didn't she leave anything for him?
1: She she's like she's basically left him in the dark. And this is like the Dumbledore question, the um the Gandalf questions. Like you had time to prepare, or maybe not even Gandalf. I'm I'm I'm, I'm putting too much on Gandalf for that but like dumbledore and stuff like dumbledore that.
0: Dumbledore especially. You could you've have
1: had done time anything. to prepare these people and you're choosing not to and there's very weak reasons not to. Now, again, we may not be uh, cuz we've not finished the series yet. Um, which I just heard just finished. Oh yeah. Steven Universe Future. Yeah. I've heard that just finished. Yeah. Which uh, makes me sad, but well, they, it's almost like Avatar. <laughs> like we get into it again and it's, and it's like. it's just Avatar. too late. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, yeah, uh, I've been following Rebecca Sugar's Instagram and she's been putting up um, layouts of the characters designs of Steven and Connie as teenagers. And I think that's really cool.
1: Oh, that's awesome. And
0: they look, they look almost well, they're, they're similar. Were, they, they were so close that when I was like, oh wait, his legs are a bit longer. Oh, okay. There it is. There's the yeah. difference.
1: <laughs> yeah, Cause Steven's 13 when the series starts. So, yeah. um, I get, and I think Connie's around the same age, and they they have an episode about that later on. So I'm curious to see what if they do explore the. I mean, they will explore Rose Quartz's background more. Um, but I'm wondering. That's what we all
0: want to know, and I know I know they do. I know it gets real crazy at the end, but I don't know how.
1: Yeah, I'm curious to see why, like why she didn't like prepare anything yeah, like yeah we need for to find Steven. out
0: we need to know why
1: yeah you just tell me why <laughs> all right so what's the next, next you know what i'm trying to say
0: the next episode is episode 18 beach party and i a... do like this i love the pizza family like they were such bit players the first time i watched this and now watching it again it's like it's... i i love the dynamic of this little old lady who kind of runs the family and her son who just is just no nonsense and he's just trying to run his shop in the middle of a magical mess and his two daughters and
1: i i have to admit i it feels a little shoehorned that they made these characters the way they made them but i think what happens is because they wait excuse me they made them and then they kept the characters the way they were i didn't feel like they were kind of a one note and then the characters just never came back because kiki and jenny were definitely the same uh as they were. I think they kind of were already this way and then just kind of worked for this this episode. But the next times you see um Mr. Pizza and then um I I am actually forgetting her name, the grandmother. Yeah. Um when you see, I think when you see them after this the the characters are still the same. But I feel like it's a little coincidental that they just happen to kind of their personalities kind of fit alongside of the gyms. We well, weren't planning
0: that until they divided for the beach volleyball game. And then you realize that Garnet's need to win goes well with Mr. Pizza's, uh, domineering. If you touch that ball, you're grounded. Well, Dad. There, there's also
1: kind of like a, um, a kind of a quiet domineering presence too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, Kiki and Amethyst, like too cool for school, but will still try to kick your ass type thing. Um, in, no, I think in whatever that's Jenny. they're doing.
0: Yeah, Jenny and Amethyst. Sorry, Jenny. Yeah, because Kiki uh and uh Pearl get along really well. They're
1: very neat and orderly, which I don't think we really saw from from Kiki uh it, before now but like I'm learning th- it now. I think there's like little things that they kind of just kind of threw in and then Steven for this and Granny episode. just
0: being like planners which is very cool. Like
1: hey why don't you guys just well, can we not just get along please? Yeah please
0: please get along so
1: I but I do I did like this episode overall. I thought it was kind of neat. And then how everyone worked together at the end was really neat, too. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Be gentle. I'll do my
0: best. I'll do my best.
1: So I thought that was, and I did like the uh this the outfits. I did like the beach how,
0: outfits, yeah. I,
1: I like how like none of them were matched each other, but like they all kind of worked towards their own. Like Amethyst wasn't in like a like a, a one piece. She was in like a more of a a beach outfit, like one you would go in that you go in and then still go into town and kind of yeah, thing, exactly.
0: So. Like that's my sort of beach outfit right there.
1: Yeah, and uh, Garnet's in kind of a cool swimsuit and her
0: sarong and her
1: sarong and then. Pearl is just in a really pretty dress, so it's just it's a really neat kind of uh, out or uh, kind of chemistry with that stuff. So yeah. plus, it's also almost like crystal gem dress up. So. I
0: do love that. I love whenever they change form or they put on different clothes or different hairstyles. It's just really fun to me because you yeah. can do anything with them. Uh, episode nineteen, Rose's room.
1: This was an interesting one. I wish they. Expl- I I know they do later on. Um, I wish they had explored. The whole concept of him being able to go into her room more, not just the fact that he went into there. Um, I like
0: it because the room became like a way for him to learn a lesson without realizing it. And I and even beyond that, like, I don't think he really meant it but it was a way to show like that room could literally do anything and he was taxing it crazy hard to make it recreate an entire town but that's
1: the thing he wasn't trying no, to no he wasn't he was he wasn't tr- meaning to do that and it was weird that the room put itself through that like he man. well
0: i think our i think steven's mental state was what encouraged the room to do that cuz originally it was just oh i want this so i want that and then realizing he actually can't have a donut He's like, well, I don't really want to leave, but I guess I'll have to to get donuts. So the room's like, how can I make that work? Oh, okay, I'll just let him think he left so we can still go get donuts, but he doesn't actually have to because he doesn't actually want to leave.
1: So it's, oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah,
0: he doesn't want to have to do it, but he has to. So the room's like, well, then you don't have to. I'll just make pretend that you don't, and I'll give you everything that you need. You'll be happy then, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, I mean, I, I because he is such a... Not even a strange she just doesn't really know his mother at this point um
0: none of us do however we do get her for- or her first voice appearance yeah this is the, the first time whale.
1: this is the first time that we hear her voice and um i really feel like they i don't feel like they missed an opportunity it's just like like they could have explored that just a little bit more like just to push it a little bit further but they do later on, so that's why I'm I'm personally not disappointed right now. It's because I know what they do later on.
0: Mm-hmm, exactly. And we do other. There are other scenes with that room.
1: And did you notice that they show the human characters, but they never show the gems?
0: Yeah, the gems don't exist in that world. I
1: think it's a because he didn't want to be around them. Yeah, and b I don't think it could.
0: That's interesting to see what the room. Could- Hannah can't do
1: well I don't know if they do later on that's the thing is is like right then and there it's either like subconsciously he just does not want to be around them at that moment or b it couldn't Mm -hmm. so um it's kind of a unique uh uh, insight maybe
0: that brings us to the final episode of this chunk a great one to end on coach steven
1: this is probably my favorite
0: okay because this is we begin this block of episodes with two gems that don't want to get along, but when they do, form a really good and cohesive fusion. And then with this episode, the last one of the bunch, we have two gems that do want to be together, but form a really destructive fusion.
1: Um, I, w- I will say this. This has Nicki Minaj in this episode, and it's still my favorite of the bunch. Was launch. that
0: Nicki Minaj? That was
1: Nicki Minaj as ah, uh, sh- Sugalite. Sugalite.
0: That makes so much sense because I was wondering who the voice was because it almost sounds like amethyst and it almost sounds like garnet, and I was wondering who it was. They do a really good job with the voice casting on the fusions. I
1: I hate to I hate Nicki Minaj. I I don't know. Aaron uh, hates
0: Nicki Minaj. And Beyonce, R.I.P. comments section.
1: Yeah, n- nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but the, uh, I, I just, I don't care. I don't care for her music. I don't care for her personality. I really don't care for her. I I just don't. Um, it, for Beyonce, it's more so, I think she's overrated. So, um, I think her music's fine. I just don't think it's as good as everyone says it is. But, Again, uh, R.I.P. Uh, comment section uh, for those who actually listen to us. Um, but the this one, even when Nicki Minaj is on the screen, I this is still my favorite of the bunch because that's great. It, cause
0: she's fierce, yeah. and aggressive. That's a great voice casting. It,
1: it, it is. I mean, now that I know who it is, I kind of want to see it recast because I think they could have done a better job. I think that's but perfect. I again, it's just because I don't. You... I don't like Nicki Minaj. But <laughs> the thing is, um, going beyond that, you know, focusing on the actual story and the the characters' relationship in this, it is a very interesting, um, int- uh, interesting episode because you start to see some cracks in um, the gems a little bit there have always been there but you're now starting to see them um you start to see pearl's kind of um insecurities you s- you actually see some insecurities in steven too um how what is
0: true strength yep i don't want to be strong like you Pearl. i just want to be strong the real way which is muscles beating things up that is strength and having to learn that that's not true strength
1: exactly um, pearl
0: wanting garnet to fuse with her and getting rejected yeah
1: yeah and that's oh, and that's tough and it's like and it brings up some questions for i guess again for us who have seen it uh this is the second time that we've seen it um you know they and again there are some episodes later on that it's like oh uh, huh. hmm. so um because at yeah. this
0: point we're still missing a few fusions from our gems.
1: Yes, and and we'll see them later on. But there's some uh, interesting things that with this one episode leads some brings up some very big questions that we see, get, don't necessarily get answered. But once we see some episodes, it will help the answers come further. Um, but I do like the thing is is too one of the biggest reasons I like this episode. I really like the song. I really, really like the song. And this is the first official song. Like, the Giant Woman, you could say, is the first official song. But this is the first one with accompaniment and everything. Yeah,
0: because Steven sings ditties. Well, there's accompaniment in Giant Woman. There's a little ukulele in the back. Uh,
1: Yeah, and and I would agree with that. But this is the first, like, full-fledged one. Um, And I think uh, even the trivia says that this is the first official song. Like, his Giant Woman is, like, just him kind of singing, like, I want to see a Giant Woman. (laughs) Giant Woman. But this this one is like the first like musical number. Yeah. Um, And it's very uh, it was very nice to see them uh, reach into this because knowing what songs come later and how deep they can go and how deep this one goes very quickly. It's so good. And it's very interesting to see like how they're able to weave the two parts together. And I I wish uh, again. Whereas Giant Woman, if they had done a little bit of accompaniment, it would have gone really well. I think this one, if they had done a little like, how deep the songs go later on, I think of this one, if they had gone that deep, it would have, It honestly, it would be, like, on the top of everyone's list. If it isn't already. Um, I haven't read, like, my top Steven Universe song, so. I. Well, now
0: that we finally have a couple of them to talk about, maybe we'll start doing that, keeping a little list of all the steven universe songs they come and what we think of
1: them well right now this is my number one um because i love the the style of it and honestly anytime pearl sings like i love estelle's voice um and she actually does sing my all-time favorite song uh for steven universe we haven't got to it yet we won't get to it for a while but i love Pearl's singing voice she is this I don't know um I don't know much about this actress and I don't know if she was like maybe on Broadway or something like that but she has such a crisp singing voice uh, amethyst has that kind of a uh, little bit more of a raw one and there's absolutely non- nothing wrong with it I just pre- really prefer pearls um and I think the songs that they choose for her too are very um
0: we're not there yet but pearl has a crazy amount of backstory that is so emotionally devastating and again we see these all these little little things talking about how rose quartz tended the moss up on the hill and she saw the beauty in most things and like there's there's all sorts of stuff that like i you know we haven't even gotten to our list of what the next 10 episodes are so we'll
1: we'll get through this episode first so (laughs) um so the whole thing is, is they go into this place where they have to actually basically destroy the structure, basically. And, uh, Garnet comes up with the idea of her and, um, Amethyst fusing together to become Sugilite, um, who is a very big and destructive force. Um, and again, his voice by Nogu Minaj. Uh,
0: it's literally just, uh, Amethyst chain with Garnet's fist in the end of it as their weapon. Just this giant, uh, Mourning ball chain star. spiky chain ball morning star as just star. just destroying this thing and when she comes back she just all she wants to do is fight that's all she wants to do and like pearl knows it she's like you guys really shouldn't do that it brings out your worst tendencies in each other
1: yeah and I, there's she's right but i think there is an um, ulterior motive with her saying that too because she wanted to fuse with Garnet.
0: Oh, absolutely, she did. So. And then we eventually do get a, a pearl Garnet fusion. Well,
1: and we'll get to that when we get to that too, because um, there is a very specific episode with that, and there's another funny episode with that out later on. But uh, the the big thing is is that she knows what happens, and then basically once they become like it acts like it likes Steven. Um Sugalite acts like it likes Steven and, and I think it does, but it, do- it also it also likes Steven's
0: admiration. Yes,
1: I think you're right. Um and it b- becomes very destructive and it doesn't care what happens to anyone else.
0: Yeah, and like Stephen even gets like hurt a little bit while this is happening. Like all the rocks coming off of Sugalite's punches like fall on Steven. So this is the question. Like Opal definitely knew who Steven was and wanted to take care of him. Sugalite knew who Steven was, but didn't really care at all.
1: And I think it's because um, Garnet has a kind of a, a bit of a passe attitude, but still cares for Steven. Amethyst cares for Steven, but, in a like out of the three Not a
0: protective way, a buddy way, a friend it, way. Exactly.
1: Um, and when st- with some of the stuff that we discovered later on, like. There's a different kind of love for all three of them that they have for Steven, and I think you're I think you hit the nail on the head. She lo- she loves him as like a friend or a buddy um like the, the person that she can hang out with. Yeah,
0: Pearl is a mother, uh, Amethyst is a friend, Garnet is a teacher.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, a mentor. Mentor. Yeah. I but I agree okay. with that completely. Um Three types of love. <laughs> so, um and once they fuse it, uh, it like and it, I don't know if you noticed but like as soon as they warped out a rock hit the war destroyed day. the
0: pad yeah. yeah so she had to walk back through the ocean to get back you left me behind <laughs> yeah
1: like and um th- uh, so her uh, so steven has his workout day to try to beef up and convince this, uh, lars and sadie
0: we have the great question is the song diegetic or non-diegetic because it turns out Steven was actually singing this song to them the entire time and not actually working out, which was great.
1: <laughs> like, you were just singing some silly song this entire time. <laughs> uh, but I still really like the song because of the connotations it brings up. and And honestly, again, because of what does eventually come down the line and what we find out about Pearl. And it's just, it's heartbreaking and beautiful so um and i wish steven and the thing is steven matures much so and i think coming up in the next probably 10 to 20 episodes there's there's a point when he stops being as much of this kid and becomes a little bit more of the steven that we know in later episodes it's 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 a gradual change it's not an episode he's not serious steven all, all of a sudden but he does go through a change. Um, and it's and it's very nice to see this. Um
0: of these ten episodes, Aaron, so your favorite is definitely Coach Steven. It is
1: Coach Steven. Um, because I, and then I do like the last fight because she is because Pearl is about ready to give up. She is and then Steven is the one that helps her get up and, and she's she's like, I'm even more powerful than you. She's not saying I'm stronger physically I am more powerful. I know how to
0: do this. I can do and this. And she
1: basically is the one. She basically uh, turns has her
0: power against her.
1: Her own power, yeah. Suglight's own strength, against uh, physical strength against her. So yeah. I, I did really like that because it showed the m- power of mental strength too. Uh,
0: for the uh, just the iconic uh, remembrance of the first fusion, I got to give it up for Giant Woman. But it's a tie between that and Stephen the Sword Fighter just for what Steven learns and just just the emotional gut punch of Pro getting stabbed for the show. So,
1: would you say your top 3 are Giant Woman, Steven the Swordfighter and Coach uh, Steven? Coach Steven. Yeah, I it. I would I would I would say that. I think our orders are a little different, um but I would I would probably put them in the same thing. Awesome. Same vein. Um Yeah, definitely not Arcade Mania. Definitely not <sighs> Lars and the Cool Kids. Definitely not I think Lion 2 might be knocking at the door at number 4.
0: Yeah, to see Lion wearing 3D glasses was a treasure and a joy, and I'll take that forever to my heart.
1: <laughs> I, and I only put that in there because of Connie and yeah. the sword. So, uh, yeah, I think, yeah. Yep. All right. Let's so, talk about
0: our next 10. Yes. All right. Next episode, next week, we're going to be talking about joking victim, Stephen and the Stevens.
1: Oh, that's a interesting episode.
0: Monster Buddies. An Indirect Kiss. Mirror Gem Part 1. Ocean Gem Part 2.
1: This is, that's that's going to be, rough. that's going to be hard. Like, we might have to, like, honestly, like, go through the other ones and skip that part <laughs> specifically, because I'm going to spend way too much time on that.
0: House Guest.
1: Oh, yeah, Spa- I know. Though.
0: Space Race. Secret Team. CWT. And island adventure.
1: Hmm. I don't think I remember that one.
0: Yes, I when I saw what was coming, I knew that you would be very, very excited. <sighs> Man,
1: I am. I am stoked, but at the same time, because I know what happens with that, and then what happens later on. Mm-hmm. So there's um a lot that happens in these next in this next ten. Um, cause even with like Steven and the Stevens, which is probably going to be my weakest, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, we have to watch them. Um, and, uh, we're, I'm, I'm very excited to continue to do this. And we had such a positive response with the first episode. Um, and I hope we continue to see, um, you know, positive po- or positivity with this. Um, so if you, um, guys out there, um, both, you know, Facebook land and, um on the podcast side uh have enjoyed this please share um share it with your friends we're
0: we hope that this reignited your desire to come back to the show even if you just finished it you want to restart it again or you fell off the wagon same as us when episodes stopped becoming available
1: like on hulu yeah,
0: yeah. uh now is a great time to catch up on all those things that you never actually finished and this one we can actually finish this will not be an unfinished project
1: we are we... are you sure like is it all on hulu are you 100%? Oh, oh
0: good question on that one yeah
1: like that's gonna be tough i mean like it might be it might take us long enough to get through everything where stuff is on hulu or I don't, point, certain, like I don't know if certain i don't know if steven universe
0: i don't think the movie is on yeah we're so. gonna have to find
1: we're, we might just have to buckle down and buy that <laughs> uh but we're yeah we're definitely not um uh we're we're going to get through as much as we can and then we'll look into other services as we uh, if we have to to finish uh, maybe maybe we'll get like a month free and then just kind of rush through Steven, Steven exactly. Universe Future just so.
0: devour it entirely like we're going to do with WrestleMania
1: <laughs> sure you guys go right ahead oh
0: i'm so excited for WrestleMania
1: murder ballet olympics if uh, i
0: showed up to wrestlemania to our three-person party we're planning in our house dressed as Sukalite, would anyone get it besides you aaron
1: no i do and especially not the third person i know
0: i do love the costumes though uh
1: but <laughs> thank you guys so much for watching and for listening and
0: for commenting and
1: for commenting um
0: we're gonna be trying to do this no we will be doing this every week but it might be Tuesday to... or Wednesday we haven't picked a solid date yet because time is an illusion and <laughs> I, there is there's only yesterday today and tomorrow in quarantine land and not much else, so days and weeks seem to have less and less meaning as this goes on
1: um yeah we're we're slowly like just trying to keep our sanity um as we you know, come up with these projects and you know we've had some people um also do some live stream stuff uh, like i said uh, our friend alicia who does lathe L- L- lady lathe um oh, it's been she fun did to a live
0: a bunch of live streams you know. just to like pop in and see what people are doing i think it's really fun and it's it, a totally different way of experiencing the world which is all we really have to experience it right now. And
1: we appreciate anyone that, you know, popped in on this video um, or on the last one um, or any future ones. Um, We'll let you
0: know earlier the day that we record that we're going to be doing the live stream. So you guys can catch up. Uh, But again, next time that you see us doing a live stream here, it will be for episodes 21 through 30.
1: um, And if you want to kind of take the journey along with us um, right now, I believe season one through three at the minimum is on Hulu. Um, and, uh, we're, you know, we're going to be looking into continuing this beyond, uh, you know, even if the quarantine ends before we do.
0: Yeah no uh, definitely no even if the quarantine ends we're we're still gonna be watching steven universe it's yeah. just an excuse <laughs> uh
1: so and tell us what you think about this um if we need to do a different way what or... was your
0: favorite one yeah of if, the 10 we just discussed what was your favorite
1: exactly um uh small shout out big shout out to uh, ian leno for my my shirt we'll we'll actually kind of put it in the, the description uh, yeah, or whatever
0: is, yeah ian leno is a designer and i ordered aaron and i shrieking eels uh inconceivable tour t-shirts for St. Paddy's Day. Uh that's a good Princess Bride reference for those of you who don't get it, but it I'm is fabulously designed and very Celtic and I was very excited to have them.
1: My poor coworker today. Um when I walked in not expecting to see her, uh she I was like talking to her and she's kind of looking at my shirt and I'm like, "Oh." And I kind of move my badge out of the way. And she goes and I'm like, "Do you not get it? The shrieking eels tour." She goes, "Oh, the inconceivable tour. That's cool." And I'm like, Have you ever watched? princess bride and she goes oh my god yeah she like <laughs> like when, as soon as that light bulb turned on it like shattered with as much as she realized it was so
0: sometimes all it takes is just a little nudge to get a pun to get a really good reference yeah so
1: i i, I really like it. it's actually incredibly soft too it's uh very nice um, yeah he
0: brought him out just in time for saint patrick's i don't know if he has any more available but it's worth checking out in the store to see if he's got some more
1: and um they accidentally sent you the wrong one so uh he they, i have two they of take them care now. of mis- yeah they take care of mistakes. Um, so they, they take care of their own. And I'm um, sorry, Ian, that there isn't a better model <laughs> that this is on. Like, seriously, every time I look at myself, um, you know, kind of the mirror and mirror effect almost, I all I see is just like this Buddha that's sitting here. And it's like, I don't know if it's this chair or if it's just me. And I'm gonna say right now, it's probably me.
0: Well, I'm not gonna hold it against you. We are on social distancing lockdown. There isn't a gym here. I'm not gonna make you feel bad. How about that? <laughs>
1: oh, no, but like, I'm just...
0: Well, now that we actually are gonna be in front BLE. of people, now we have to take better care of ourselves. Like, I guess so. <laughs>
1: um. So, but thank you, everyone who commented on the video and who has you know liked our uh, page. Uh, again, share, please. Uh, would love to kind of get this out there as much as we can. We do have a Patreon page.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we didn't really talk. We don't really uh, self-promote much in these particular Steven Universe episodes. But yeah, marriage to the Sorry, Patreon.com slash uh, married to the uh, idea where you can go and become a Patreon and support the content that we create. And uh, we are still doing our regular married to the idea episodes. We are doing this in tandem with that. So not this week, but next week we'll have a new episode up. Uh, for Married to the Idea.
1: Uh, so thank you guys so much. I know I've said that like a hundred times. You but say it
0: always a hundred times. I,
1: yeah, You're keep,
0: such a thankful heart.
1: Gotta yeah. keep up the tradition. So uh, stay safe out there. Um, you know, I know I just talked about going to work, but literally there's like, six people at work right now um, out of like, you know, the normal like 50 almost, so um, and even my co-work and I kept social distancing so, uh, wash your hands wash your hands, wash, wash wash your hands um,
0: and remember, only you, you can, can keep Beach, Beach City, City quarantined. quarantined I
1: almost forgot, it, so see ya